This is the man in black, here to introduce this half hour of suspense. Calculated to keep you in suspense. I got off the train in Toledo and walked through the station to the street. I passed up the waiting taxi and swung aboard a bus. Taxi driver would likely to remember you and I couldn't take a chance on that. I hadn't paid any attention to the bus. I didn't know what the line was or where it was going. It didn't make any difference. I didn't know Toledo very well anyway. I watched out the window, and when I came to a likely neighborhood, I got off. Strange, unfamiliar quarter of the city, and yet familiar, because every city has neighborhoods like it. Drab, tasteless houses looking almost alike. And then most of them, drab men and women, anxious to make a dollar by renting a room. Now, this here is a nice room. It's the best one I got. The window's on the inside. There's a nice soft bed. Well, I'll take it. How long you figure I'm staying? Oh, uh, just overnight. I'll pay you now. Oh, I'll ask two dollars, please. Yeah. Oh. What's the matter, mister? Are you sick? Yes, I... Yes, I'm very sick. So the doctor near here? Hey, you are sick. Yeah, I... I think I'll... I think I'll go to bed. That doctor... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Dr. Martin just around the corner. He's young, but he's good. Well, would you call him for me, please? Ask him to come right up. Oh. Yeah, sure. Mm. Right away. Come in. I'm Dr. Martin. You're Mr. Uh, my name is uh, Wentworth, Doctor. James Wentworth. Oh, yes. I just got into town. I'm afraid I'm in for my old trouble again. Oh, what's that, Mr. Wentworth? Trigeminal neuralgia. Oh, had bad attacks before. Just where is the pain? Here. And here. Oh, yes. Now, if you... No, 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 no. Don't touch it. It's like a red-hot iron, even the draft of air. Yes, I know. <laughs> really, you should have that nerve operated. Yes, I, I'm going to have it down when I get home. Oh, where's that? Cleveland. Cleveland. I know a lot of men there. Who's your hmm. doctor? Uh, Dr. Fletcher. Lawrence Fletcher. Yes. Uh, no, no. Uh, Andrew. And Andrew R. Fletcher. Hmm. I don't recall him. But he's waiting to clear up the heart condition before he operates. Oh, yes, very sound. Now, uh, how did this attack come on? Oh, the way they always do. I, I was shaving and I touched the nerve with the razor. Oh, yes, the trigger point. Very typical. Now, that doesn't help me when that nerve starts jumping. When will you be back in Cleveland? About three days. I'll give you a prescription. Now, this hmm. is morphine, quarter grain. You've taken it before? Yes, that's the only thing that gives me any relief. Well, then I don't have to tell you about it. I'll drop this off at the drugstore and have them send it up. Well, thank you, Doctor. Tell him to hurry. Well, I'd better give you a shot right now. Huh? Oh, uh... Huh? Uh, you know, Doctor, I, I think the pain isn't so bad now. I, I don't like to take more than I have to. Oh, well, if you're sure you can get along... Well, yes, yes, I, I, I can make out all right. I'll hold the tablets until later. I pay, Dr. Martin... Young Dr. Martin at Toledo, and he left. I waited for the package to arrive from the drugstore. Then I stayed the night so the landlady wouldn't think it was peculiar. In the morning, I got on the train and went back to Cleveland to the hospital with the little white tablets in my pocket. The little white tablets with which I would kill Louise. 
been so simple to deceive the young, impressionable doctor. So simple to counterfeit symptoms that I've seen to react to for four years now. It would keep her in bed for four years more. Great. <laughs> Twenty. I'd live with the tic douloureux of painful nerves so long. Too long. Too long indeed. Dr. Van Chua had to come every day now, and they said to be on hand day and night to combat Louise's attacks to quiet the raging nerve with morphine. This was not for long. In my pocket were the little white tablets that would bring her peace. Come into the hospital kitchen. Oh, hello, Mr. Oh, hello, Nellie. I'd like to bring Mr. Baker a milk. Of course. I'll just give it a touch of the fire to take the chill out. I've missed you. In a way, I hear, Mr. Baker. Yes, I had to go out of town. And you asked me it's a good thing. For you, I mean. <laughs> You needed a change. A hospital day after day. It was telling on you. Oh, I don't think so. Yes, it was. I could see. You're a good man, Mr. Baker. Believe me, it's like a sage you're bearing your trials. <laughs> Not like some others I could mention. Well, isn't the milk ready, Nellie? It is, it is. There we are. Spoonful of sugar. Just the way Mrs. Baker likes it. Well, thank you, Nellie. And give Mrs. Baker my regards. Yes, I'll, I'll do that, Nellie. Now, it, it was just a matter of stepping into an alcove on the way to Louise's room, dropping the white tablets into the warm milk. Sugar would mask the bitter taste. Oh, here. An ideal spot. Mr. Baker. Huh? Oh, oh, nurse. Did I startle you? I didn't mean to. No, no, of course not. Oh, bringing just... Mrs. Baker a milk, I see. Well, I'm going up there myself. May I keep you company? Yes, of course, of course. Nurse White walked beside me to Louise's room. The chance that the night was gone. Another night of pain for Louise. I felt a sudden anger at the nurse. And a moment later, I realized how unreasonable it was. It was hard to be angry with anyone so curt, so alive, so beautiful. Even in her severe uniform, she managed to remain feminine, provocative. It was always a flower at her shoulder. Today, it was a sprig of flowering dogwood. And her quiet, unprofessional perfume was an exciting tingle in my nostrils. And then, we were in front of Louise's door. Mrs. Baker. Look what I brought you. Albert, dear. Hello, darling. Oh, I'm so glad you're back, darling. I <laughs> missed you. I missed you, too. Here's your milk. You never forget, do you, Albert? How was your day? Just fine. Wasn't it, Miss White? Oh, yes, Mrs. Baker. A very good day, all things considered. Well, I'm glad. I brought you something else, Louise. Oh, the locket. Hmm. Oh, thank you, Albert, for remembering. Look, nurse, isn't it beautiful? Oh. Oh, it is. It's an old piece, isn't it? It belonged to my mother. I had to hunt all over the house for it. Whatever gave you the sudden notion you wanted it anyway? I don't know. I've had a feeling I'll be joining mother soon. Oh, Louise. Please, don't talk that way. Now, Mrs. Baker, you're going to be up on your feet before you know it. And uh, that's almost enough talking tonight, Mr. Baker. No. Mrs. Baker, do you want me to leave a tablet for you? Yes, thank you, dear. There you are. I hope you don't need to take it. Well, good night. Good night, Miss White. The uh, 
tablet. You've been taking it every night? Well, I try not to. But lately, the pain... Yes, I know, I know. Oh, Albert, dear, you deserve something better than oh, this. please, please, dear. Now, your nose to the grindstone to pay for the doctors and nurses. Oh, don't worry. A little handball at the club and then this room. Yes, but you're going to get better, dear. You must believe the doctor. That's what Pauline says. Pauline? The nurse. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Oh, is she looking out for you all right? She's a dear. Very pretty, don't you think? Pretty? Yes, I suppose so. I hadn't noticed. I used to be pretty. You used to embarrass me sometimes, the way you looked at me. But you're still beautiful, Louise. You'll always be. I'm sorry, dear. I won't talk like that again. You'd better go now, Albert. I'll try to sleep. Yeah. Well, good night, dear. I'll see you tomorrow. Mr. Baker. Oh. Miss White. I thought you'd gone. I wanted to talk to you, Mr. Baker. Yeah? It's about Mrs. Baker. She worries me. Her, her mental state is very low. You heard how she talked yeah. about her mother, the locket. Yes, I heard. She needs something. I don't know what to snap her out of this mood. I just thought I'd mention it to you. Yes, thanks. Oh, uh, where are you going? To put the morphine away. You know, I don't see why Dr. Van Tuer doesn't give her more of that stuff. She needs it. Yet you ration it out as though it were poison. Well, it is poison, Mr. Baker. That's why I'm particularly careful about Mrs. Baker. But you don't think she'd actually... Oh, well, usually the ones who talk about it don't do it, Mr. Baker, so I wouldn't worry. Hmm. Oh, good night. Uh, wait a minute. Yes? Miss White. Uh, Pauline, isn't it? Why, yes, I didn't think you knew. Would you mind, uh, when we were alone, if I called you Pauline? I'd like it. Thanks, well. You know, this is a awful thing to ask, but, well, you know, it's been pretty lonely for me. Oh, yes, I know. That is... I can guess. Well, would you... Would you let me take you to dinner this evening? Why... Thank you, Mr. Baker. I'd love it. I'm off duty at eight. Well, I'll pick you up then. And, uh, Pauline. Yes, Mr. Baker. My name... My name's Albert. At eight, then. Albert. My heart sang. Perfect. Everything was perfect. I had my poison. I had my witnesses. Louise had said just the right things in their presence, talking about her locket, making her veil hints at suicide. How beautifully everything fell into place. I started toward the lobby door when I had my name. Oh, Baker. I say, Baker. Oh, Dr. Van Tour. How are you? Fine, fine. Say, I want you to meet someone. This is Dr. Martin of Toledo. I looked at him. At the man who stepped forward to shake hands with me my mouth been dry. This was Dr. Martin of Toledo who had given me my murder prescription. The eager, bumptious young man who stood there now looking straight into my eyes and saying, Hello. How's that bad nerve of yours? I was caught.
couldn't answer. Couldn't even turn and hide. I can hardly stare at me a minute, unbelievingly, and then his jaw hardened. After a long time, he put out his hand. Because there was nothing else to do, I took it. Oh, this is Mr. Baker, Doctor. It's his wife who has this trigeminal condition. His wife, eh? Yes, of course. You didn't think I meant Mr. Baker, did you? <laughs> He's as strong as an ox. Yes, I can see that. No. I ran into Dr. Martin in the doctor's lounge, Baker. He was telling me about a case he just saw in Toledo. Was Toledo, wasn't it, Martin? Symptoms were remarkably similar to Mrs. Baker's. Remarkably. I thought he might like to look in on Mrs. Baker. Uh, you don't mind? Uh, she, she, she's sleeping, I think. Oh, it's too bad. Well, another time, perhaps, eh, Doctor? Oh, yes, certainly, Doctor. Well, I've got to run. Glad I ran into you, Martin. Have lunch sometime, eh? Yes, glad to. I'll see you later, Baker. Yes, sure, Doctor, sure. I'll have to be going myself now, oh, Mr. Baker. Oh, wait, uh, wait, Doctor. I want to talk to you. I don't see that there's anything to talk about. Yes, but there is. I want you to know that I, uh... Uh, what happened in Toledo yesterday? You don't have to explain. I understand. You understand? She didn't say anything, Doctor Ventura. Well, why should I? It's none of my business. None of my, none of your business. Of course. I admit I didn't have you tagged as an addict. Addict? Yes. You don't look like one. And that trick of refusing an immediate shot. Well, I'm going to hand it to you. You fooled me completely. And using your wife's symptoms. Very clever. I don't doubt you can get a supply whenever you need it with that routine. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm oh, sure please. you don't bother to lie to me. <laughs> I guess I ought to thank you for teaching me that trick. It won't work again on this baby, believe me. And now, if you'll excuse me, Mr. Baker or Mr. Wentworth, I'm heading for a spot of handball. Oh, wait. Uh, yes? No hard feelings? No, no, of course not. <laughs> Look, Doctor. If you really mean that about no hard feelings and if you haven't got a partner, well, I I play a pretty good game. Now, that's what I call a switch, anyway. All right, hop in. An addict. He took me for an addict. Working on any dodge I could to get a supply of dope. Yes, but later, when he heard of Louise's death, he'd remember. I had no idea what I was going to do. Only knew that I couldn't let him go. He drove me over to the athletic club. He wasn't a member, but he held a courtesy card from a Toledo club, and he signed me in as his guest, laughing as James Wentworth. He was a fast man on the court, younger, too. I'd have had a hard time keeping up with him in any circumstances, but as it was, he beat me easily. I could think of only one thing. He was dangerous. Dangerous, and I had to get rid of him somehow. It's a nice backhand you've got there, Baker. Uh, Wish I could handle those tough ones half as well. Well, never mind the compliments, Doc. They just remember the final score and be satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how about a swell out? They've got a good steam room here. Yeah, sounds good to me. Here, this way then. Oh, uh, take your towel. Oh, boy. <coughs> oh, boy, this is hot. <sighs> Sit on your towel. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> oh, that was lucky for me you came along. Mm. Place is dead today, not a soul here. Well, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> oh, hot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Say, Baker, you know... I misjudged you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Forget it. You know, you really could do something for your 
serious trouble. Yeah? We've got a sanitarium in Toledo that's been having pretty good luck with eviction lately. I scarcely heard him. I only realized that we were alone, clouded and steamed, not even visible to any casually curious person looking through the glass there in the door. This was my chance. I'd never get another like it. Take nerve, of course. I picked up my towel. What are you doing, sir? I'm sorry, Martin, but there's no other way. Whisked my towel over his head and got behind it where his plating arms couldn't reach me. I didn't want to leave any marks on it. With my free hand, I covered his mouth and pinched his nostrils shot through the towel. He fought hard. But in, in a few minutes, he, he hung limp in my arms. And after a few minutes more, I knew he was dead. I left him there, hidden in the steam. In the locker room, I dressed quickly, parted my hair on the wrong side, and plastered it down in a way I'd never normally wear it. The man at the reception desk barely glanced at me as I passed him. Later, when they found Martin, they'd look for a man named Wentworth. They'd never find him because he didn't exist. wasn't even that close. The papers reporting Martin's death put the cause down to heart failure brought on by the shock of exercise in the steam room. They didn't mention it, companion. It wasn't important. Well, I waited anyway. A week. Waited and watched carefully. Because now not only Louisa's future was at stake, but my own and Pauline's. There's the nurse's quarters, darling. Mm. Better not come any nearer. Pauline, I know, darling, I know. <laughs> oh, you, you must let go now. No, I'm, I'm no, on late already. No, no, no. Albert. No, yes, dear. I, I, I'm leaving the hospital. I'm taking a job in Chicago. You know what? Yes. This is hopeless. I can't stand it. Taking care of your wife, smiling at her, seeing the two of you but, together. But, but you can't do it. I couldn't live without you. Now that I've found you... What do you I think can... this is going to do to me? But I can't. When are you going? I'm giving notice tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, my darling. Goodbye. Pauline. She was gone. She said goodbye. So I knew what she meant. When I saw her again, it would be in the hospital across Louise's bed. She'd be Miss White and I'd be Mr. Baker. No, no, I couldn't stand that now. Yes, but there was one sure way to hold her. The little white tablets were still in my pocket. Louise? Albert, dear. I brought you your milk. Oh, thank you, dear. Hold this, will you please? What's that? Oh, your locket. It's beautiful, isn't it? Who shall I leave it to, I wonder? Miss White. She's a sweet girl. Oh, Louise, now don't talk that way, Louise. You're not going to... I could have it. I'll take the milk now, Albert. She drank it. I had to clench my jaws to keep from crying out. She smiled and held out the empty glass to me. And it was over. 
I went home and talked sleeplessly, waiting, waiting for the inevitable. Hello? Yes? Yes? No. No, 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 I'll be right over. Dr. Van Tour was outside Louise's room and a white-faced Pauline and Nellie from the kitchen as I hurried up the corridor. Oh, uh, Baker. Oh, Doctor. Doctor, can I go in? No. Baker, your wife is dead. What? Baker. Oh, but I don't understand. I thought she was improving that you, that you planned to offer me. She died of an overdose of morphine. Oh. Oh, Mr. Baker, I'm terribly sorry. I am too, Mr. Baker. Yes, but how, how could she get it? That's what I intend to find out. She took it in this glass of milk. There are traces left. Nellie here says you brought it up to her. I didn't want to. No, that's all right, Nellie. Well, of course I took it up. I did every night. Everybody in the hospital knows that. Yes, I knew it also. Was anybody in the room when you brought it? No, no, no. Just Louise. And you saw her drink the milk? No, no, Doctor. She she didn't drink it then, not until after I'd gone. She did that frequently. Well, that's right, Doctor. Yes, I know that, too. Only last night, before she drank it, she managed to dissolve in it a lethal dose of morphine. I've checked the hospital supply. Every tablet is accounted for. We keep a very strict count, you know. Yes, I know that. Have you anything to say, Baker? Well, I... I hardly know. I, I'm stunned. Doctor, what do you mean? Surely you're not accusing Mr. I'm Baker... I'm not accusing anyone. That will be up to the police. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doctor. You're making a mistake. It seems perfectly clear... Yes, well, I didn't kill her. No? Then how did she die? Well, she, she, she... She took her own life. She'd hit it more than once. Miss White, you remember? Yes, Doctor. I spoke to Mr. Baker about it myself. You know she was very yeah. depressed. That's true, Nurse, but the morphine, it must have come from the outside or we'd have missed it. No, wait a minute. The, the tablet you left for her each night. Yes, I ordered that. For what of it? Instead of taking it, she saved it. Oh, I... But she must have. It's the only way it could have happened. Well, that's it, Doctor. It must be. For the past week, she's been exhausted and drawn in the morning, yet the tablets were always gone. Well, if that's the case, nurse, how does it happen that you failed to find them? Well, she couldn't leave her bed. You bathed her and changed the linen every day. The locket. The locket? Yes. Yes, of course. You remember, Miss White? She made such a point of asking me to bring it to her. And then the way she talked about joining her mother. Yes, I do. I do remember. She wanted you to have the locket, Pauline. It was... The last wish. Where is it? I, uh, I have it here. It's clutched in her hand. Uh, let's... Hmm. Police headquarters, please. You... You have to notify them? Yes, I do. Police headquarters? Give me homicide. Homicide? Yes, I'll wait. Are you off of your mind? I just got through explaining everything. Yes, you explained everything, including what still puzzled me. You see, Baker, you were right about this locket. Your wife did have a reason for wanting it. Look, I'll open it. You see? It's full. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarter grain morphine tablets that she saved at the cost of seven nights of agony. And she would have taken them last night. Only you beat her to it. Tonight's tale of 
Suspense. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.